Welcome to the new automation mindset where AI automation and integration come together. Successful automation is so much more than technology, it's a mindset. On this podcast, we're here to learn about this mindset from innovative leaders who actually practice it every single day. From Fortune 500 companies to the boldest startups, these leaders have reduced cost, crafted experience, and fueled growth with automation. They have transformed their companies and their careers. I'm your host, Marcus Zern, and as Chief Strategy Officer and part of the founding executive team at Workado, it is my mission to find these top innovators in AI, automation, and integration and share their journeys with all of you. You may notice that this show matches the title of the Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling book, The New Automation Mindset by Ao Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. You'll hear references to the key ideas of this book, the growth, process, and scale mindsets throughout the show. If you'd like to explore them further, be sure to check out the book in hard copy or on Kindle. All right, so for uh, today's episode, like really excited to have with me uh, Mikhail Yayon. Uh, he's a partner at Ernst & Young Israel uh, for a technology risk. And uh, Mikhail, first of all, really, really appreciate you, uh, you taking the time. I know uh, in Israel, all your lives have been uh, turned upside down. You have a war and, you know, I'm sure you have lots of other things on your mind. So uh, I really appreciate you uh, you spending time with us uh, today. Now, tell us t- tell us a little bit. Uh, so, Ernst and Young Technology Risk. You're doing uh, uh, SOC audits. Uh, maybe to start off, uh, you can explain to us a little bit, and and also the audience. W- what's your daily uh, life like? What what kind of processes? What kind of work are you doing for uh, for your clients? Yeah. So, hi, Marcus, and uh, thanks uh, thanks for having me on the on the podcast. Uh, really appreciate the situation is not easy uh, indeed, but uh, really appreciate as well being here and uh, sharing those insights with you. So yeah, so basically Ernst & Young, uh, we are an uh, auditing company, one of the big four firms, right? So we are not a technology company, but we know how to perform audits, right? But So my job, my team, we actually go through uh, our client systems, right? So our clients are mostly software as a service companies. Um, they want to get some kind of an attestation. Uh, that's what the SOC is based on, SOC reporting practice is based on, around their security uh, at the company, since they are actually providing services to their customers, right? So their customers are asking from a third, an independent third party to come in and to provide an attestation around the security processes and controls that builds up the software as a service they'll provide, right? So. So it's a lot of interactions with the client, a lot of, uh, first of course, a lot of understanding around their businesses, their risks, uh, their policies, um, the interaction with their own customers, their obligations. And then it's actually performing the audits, right? So once we agree on the framework and the controls that the client is presenting to us that we want to audit after that, then it's a lot of work on screenshotting different configurations within the, the, the in-scope systems, right? Uh, a lot of exports, a lot of back and forth. So a lot of challenges 
as it relates to communication, a lot of challenges as it relates to uh, dealing with the screenshots and creating our own work papers. Because of course we have to support when we provide an attestation, we need to have uh, the appropriate work papers to support the conclusion of the attestation. So it's a lot of work, a lot of manual work that is being done. And we are not a software company, right? Uh, most of the people at UI are CPAs or accountants. Uh, so we face a lot of challenges and a lot of manual work in the day-to-day -day basis. That was up till the time we started, of course, moving to automation. Yeah. So look, I mean, I, I know what you've done with Workado and it's, uh, it's, it's really, really impressive. But uh, for people to, to fully understand and fully appreciate really what you've done, Maybe you can talk us through the different steps. I mean, you already you already uh, explained a little bit uh, uh, screenshots, taking screenshots, and and communicating with the with the clients. That 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 sounds a little uh, cumbersome, right? I mean, it, it seems like that takes time and and back and forth. Um, and then, and I believe, I mean, your Ernst and Young, of of course, is not like a, a newcomer to to automation. I think you guys probably have used used it all like you know i think i think ernst and young a uh, big user of uh, rpa right robotic process automation i think you have other low code tools i'm i'm, I'm sure you used probably be scripting before but but tell us a little bit before we get to the the big finale with workado and what you have accomplished there talk us a little bit what you did before what what other ways of automation you're already doing and what you've attempted before so we can we can fully appreciate uh, uh you know what where you've come yeah in the end sure so um basically that this uh, automation process started i would say around seven years ago something like that so i have been um, i would say a software development background an it background so uh, coming into this world and uh, with uh, all the manual work I've been you know, doing, of course, I've been doing that same work manually myself for years. And then at some point we started to, uh, to try to think out of the box and leverage some new technologies or some new things you know, coming out to the market. So at that time, uh, robotic process automation uh, was starting to, uh, to be very popular, right? And uh, it was, I would say, the beginning of the process of adoption. And so we have worked a lot on, on integrating a tool. Uh, we have actually integrated UiPath, right, as part of the RPA process into our own uh, work and our day-to-day, -day, I would say, working lives and processes. Um, but it takes time because I think that when, when I look at these processes back today, um, and I'm trying to to do some kind of, uh, I would say, you know, to understand what happens and what I can, I can do maybe better and understand from, from, from the next steps is that you, you have to look at those three letters, right? RPA, not as just tools that are going to replace maybe human people uh, doing the work on their behalf or instead of those persons, but how do you integrate that into your processes in order to make your processes much more resilient, right? And where you can manage, where you have any issues, you know, around, for example, workforce or the strength of the process itself. So I think the key piece that takes a lot of time is not, I would say, in actually coding into our, the RPA tool, right? But it's more of thinking of how the process should look like in order to 
create the, the best hybrid um, intersection in the right places in the process and bring the best value into what exists currently, right? It's not just doing some automation. The key challenge is there, and that's what we have been learning a lot. And that's on what we iterate a lot. Actually, the key piece of the work is not on coding all the time. It's thinking on how we can re-engineer the process better to have more automation, to have a better adoption for the, of course, for the employees, at least in my team and other team users. So that started seven years ago. We did a lot of automation around generating work papers, right? So on how, how can we make a better process, um, considering the assumption that we have our audit plan, that we know what we want to audit at our clients. And so how can we take those screenshots and take all of these pieces of evidence the best way and transform them into work papers that are documented and can be then reviewed by the team. So actually to remove all the preparation of those documents, which are many Excel files or Word files, etc. So that's what we did uh, with our PA. I mean, you're, you're setting us up a little bit, but because it's, it's been, if I understand, like a journey, right? The seven years, you, you rolled in more and more automation. So let's talk about Workado, because the first time I heard about what you, what you did, I really felt like, wow, this is, this is great. Because, you know, when people talk about, you know, a lot of people talk about digital transformation and then you, you get excited. And at the end of the day, maybe you realize, ah, it's basically just rolling in another, uh, a SaaS application or it's like a technology. It, it, digital transformation is often overused, maybe as a term. But I think what you accomplished for your client process, I would really say is some form of a digitization, like where you took those screenshots that existed before and really went to like a, a whole different model, a whole different process. And it almost like it changed everything. Tell us, tell us about that. What, what did you do with Workado? You know, how, how, how did you have this idea and uh, you know, how, how hard or easy was it to make this all work? Yeah, sure. So basically I would say from a model perspective, like when you look at my team, um, we are recruiting our different profiles. We are recruiting much more technical people, people who understand technology, in order to make sure that uh, that uh, that the processes uh, are running. So on one side, we're being much more efficient, and we can rerun much more, I would say, uh, workloads on those processes that we have built, and we 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 did a lot. So for Workato, basically. What happened is that we, it consists, I would say, of adding a layer, a very significant layer of automation that we did not address until, of course, we found out about Workato. So basically, to summarize that, I would say that on most of the automation that we did until we, we met Workato was done after we were getting the data from our clients. Right, so I mean, as part of doing audits, as we said before, we need those pieces of evidence. So from the from the moment those evidence are within the EY information system, then the automation comes in, and those processes that we have built were coming in. So the challenge that uh, was still 
um, still remaining, how are we getting how are we getting those pieces of evidence in a smart manner, in a way for us to as well leverage not only on the fact that, that we get it automatically, but also on the fact that we have structured data, right? And so, so we have been looking out, uh, you know, of tools and uh, basically, so we, we came in, uh, you know, uh, picking up our cattle and the, the other assumption for that was that most of our clients, since they are high-tech clients, and I would say a lot of enterprises and companies today are using, you know, um, cloud-based applications like you know, AWS, infrastructure, Google or GCP or Microsoft Azure, GitHub, and, you know, a lot like that, that all provide API in order to connect and do uh, and extract some information from there. Then we said, why can't we just use a tool like Rocato in order to plug into our clients and extract the data to us in a formatting manner? And then we have, you know, um, bridged the gap between our clients and us. Data comes in, and that's where we're starting. We're continuing with our processes, and we'll start do, starting to do the validations. So Rocato is really an additional layer, a key layer that we're using in order to communicate programmatically with your clients. And now our clients don't need to screenshot anymore, right? Because we just plug in, we extract the data, and we can get the same level of work papers as we were getting with screenshots. So Mikael, you know, what is impressive really is that if you think about all the, the other Workado customers, many Workado customers, uh, they use Workado, you know, in internal processes, you know, maybe HR, maybe in the finance department, you are really using Workado in the essence of your business, in, in, in the interactions with your clients, in, 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 in the actual work, how you, how you make money, uh, uh, with, with, with your clients. And, and I believe from what I, what I understand, it's also fundamentally changing the experience of, of, of these clients. T tell me a little bit about like, what, what do they see? Like, what was it like before and after? Like, wh what are the benefits of, of making that automation switch? Yeah, sure. So, you know, um, I, I would start by saying that it's really digitalizing the process of auditing completely, right? I mean, it's uh, really, we have reached a point where now all the process is digitalized as well. The piece of the process where we are being we we are getting the the data we need for audits from our client system, right? So that's a huge, huge change and way of doing the work. Um, so you know our clients. So as we said before, there's most you know high tech uh, companies, uh, startups, a lot of startups. So you know young people who really don't want to uh, don't have even the time, right, to sit a lot with their auditors. And to screenshot, you know, hundreds of uh, different screenshots in the different systems they have and provide that to the auditors. So what we did with Workato is really remove this need, right? So we have been cutting off all those dozens of hours that our clients were, you know, in, in, you know um, investing in screenshotting and in providing the evidence to us by saying to them, you don't need to do that anymore. Now we can plug into your system we are going to use Workado with the embedded version, right? So in order for us to be able to do that to multiple clients, and then we plug into your system and we extract the data. 
So to give you an example here, so one of the, the processes that we have to audit as part of a SOC, uh, a SOC reporting uh, audit, uh, one of the key processes is the software development lifecycle, right? How those companies are actually developing and moving to production, changes that have been you know, tested, authorized and approved before being moved to, their, to the production environment and in front of their clients. So that process before Workcattle was taking us as auditors with our clients, we used to do it to do it, right? We do that together around a month of time, an average of a month of back and forth, you know, saving the population of changes that we, we you know, are going to sample some changes and then you're going to screenshots different parts of your systems to show us that actually those tested, those changes were actually uh, authorized, tested and approved before you moved them to production around a month, right? And that's the average time we have been measuring. Today, for the, with the same, the, same type of, the same type of clients, we plug in work idle. And of course, we come in prepared. It took, uh, I would say, 15 minutes maybe to configure work idle. Uh, we plug in Workato into our client systems, and it takes between 10 to 15 minutes to close the process completely. So that's that client last year who was investing a month of time, of his time, dealing with EY or dealing with the audits and, and, and my team and the back and forth, etc. Now it's a 10 minutes face-to-face -face screen sharing, right? We are screen sharing everything, and uh, we're getting everything we need for the processing and the creation of work papers. So that's on the client side, right? So it's a huge, a huge change for them. So those clients who knew, I would say the old way of providing evidence uh, and they see that today, they are very impressed, right? They are, they don't believe it. And, and I also don't believe it sometimes, right? I mean, to take the truth, it's so uh, impressive that uh, I sometimes also don't believe it. It's um, a complete change in the way of doing the same work we were doing before. But I would say it's not only to our clients the change, it's also to, the, to, to my EY team, right? Because they are now dealing with high-tech, like, like with high-tech tools, high-tech products, like Wokado, um, which is, you know, I would say a complex tool on one side, but it's uh, very easy to use it. And it does, it can do very complex uh, stuff. And on my team as well, they are, the work they're doing is much more straight to the point, right? So they, I provide them with all the tools they need and the processes to make sure that they focus on their professional judgment and on actually the audit itself and not all the tasks around, which are consist of getting the data, processing it, getting to that work paper step. And from there, doing, you know, using the professional judgment and actually providing the added value. So now they're focusing their time on, on that a lot and the experience is totally different as well inside, right? Inside UI. So it's not only outside UI, which of course is a huge change. It's also inside UI. Yeah, it's it, it, it's very interesting. You know, the the lens I put on these uh, experiences is always like, you know, do I bother someone with something where it, it, it actually could be done without bothering them? Like, you know, if I... You know, if I, I can order online uh, or I have to call someone, you know, I think for me, um, it's, it's, it's a lot more effort to call someone. It's a commitment. It's, a, it's time and so on. And I, I feel like it's almost bothering me as a consumer a little bit where the online experience is just, uh, 
less friction. It's it, it, it's done. I, I I didn't don't need to worry about it. It seems like you. To me, what you've achieved is not like a little evolution, like a little more automation here and there. It is really it's almost like a step change. It's like a it's a whole it's a whole different game. I don't know, call it audit 2.0 or, or or something like that. It's it's a it's a new way. And it, I, I imagine this must also be a differentiator, right, for your for your offering in the market. I, do you see that that that, that clients just feel more comfortable about that or? Uh, yeah. Just curious. I mean, it's totally differentiating, right? I mean, we only, we, I mean, as far as I know, we are the only firm that uh, that are performing, you know, those those are this that way, and we have also many plans, uh, also moving forward, uh, leveraging you know, the same technologies, of course, Volcano and the same RPA technology on behalf. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, we came to an understanding, uh, and we're not alone, right, to understand that. I think that there are two key, I would say, people uh, challenges for the next 10, 20, 30 years, right? So one is that you have less people to do the more work, right? I mean, people mm -hmm. are, don't you know, like too much um, learning a CPA and accountants, et cetera. So uh, it's quite challenging. And also on the client side, right? I mean, those clients who have startups or I would say all those companies, they don't want to, I would say, invest to put their times in doing that uh, that work, right? So we really, the objective is to come with the value proposition to the client and to say to them, we understand you guys. I mean, we know that we don't want to invest too much hours in doing that tedious work. And we have done the work internally at EY to make sure that we provide that value proposition. We did our best and we are doing our best. Um, in order, you know, that's the EY, I would say that that's the EY slogan, right? I mean, to make uh, to make the world a better working a working place, right? A better working environment, and that's what we're doing all the time. So we are saying to our clients, we we understand that, we understand you, we understand also, you know, the changes that we have in the in the way of working. We understand the technology changes, and we want to leverage that into our services and make sure that. Um, we uh, we get to that audit 2.0 level, right? So, so, and to do that, we are, we are building both processes and we are incorporating te technologies as well. And that's the key value proposition. Cl our clients are very, um, you know, very happy uh, to see that. I mean, they, are, they don't believe it. I mean, the, the new clients, I would say, starting the process, for them, it's like a done deal, right? I mean, that's the way it works because this, this is the first time they're doing it. But for those hundreds of clients that have been doing that process for years and redoing it this year, or I would say even now, two years from now, two years ago, so when we started implementing Workado, for them it's like, okay, so what, what should I do now? Are we done? Are you really serious that we're done now? Yeah, that's, and that's, that's what we, that's the point we, we managed to, uh, to reach. And uh, that's, you know, after years of working, of course, and, uh, and implementation, but, uh, that's the value proposition, right? Really understanding our clients, understanding the change in people, understanding the change, the way of working, and making our own changes as um, as EY, right? Even if we are very big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, like I look to me, it's uh, it's such a great example of this. Uh, you know, we're talking about the new automation mindset, and you've probably seen the book that we uh, put out about the the new automation mindset. 
you know, there's these three mindsets, the process mindset, you know, process mindset, I don't think we need to talk about it because, <laughs> I mean, this is what you do. This is the auditing process. I, I, I don't think you need to be reminded to think in terms of processes. I mean, you, you do anyway, right? Uh, I, I think what comes out so nicely is the growth mindset where you kind of go and you say like, like look, we, um, we started off, we have to do this. It always used to be screenshots and, you know, we automated within Ernst & Young, but we automated almost to that borderline, which is getting the data in from the, from the client. It, uh, all the auto automation happened after you got the data. And, and I think the growth mindset is really like, you know, how can we put push how can we push this process to be even more efficient and saying like oh well look there are systems on the other side they have apis uh, let's use that and let's not bother people with screenshots but let's go into their uh, get into their systems and, and and figure it out let's uh let's let, let's take that responsibility on ourselves so so that that's really awesome down the the third mindset is the scale mindset, right? And you talked a little bit about the, you're not a software company. You're obviously uh, CPAs and, and, you know, financial experts. Can you uh, talk to me a little bit more about the scale mindset? Because this is also about enabling more people uh, to, uh, to get into automation and maybe, you know, get give more wings, more abilities to a, maybe a small team that, that helps. Like, how, how does that work uh, 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 with Workado? Who, who uses Workado? How, how do you make that work? How do you scale that in Ernst & Young? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a totally, I mean, that's a challenge. But a, so basically, I think that every company, right? I mean, everyone is, uh, needs to, um, to transform, right? We need to, to make that transformation, to evolve, and to um, integrate all of the new, new processes and on, all, all of those new uh, technologies. That's part of the transformation process. So internally, what it means is that um, we are having all of our people internally working on Workato itself, right? So they have their professional knowledge on the auditing process. And Workato is, uh, I would say, um, you know, a low-code uh, tool, right, in the marketplace mm -hmm. where you can actually very easily leverage uh, pieces that have been built already to the teams. So we transformed, uh, I would say, even the, the organizational structure, right? And so everyone in my team is interacting with Locato. So, you know, everyone, of course, is doing some audits with their clients. So basically, the way we work, of course, we have uh, some subject matter experts, right, on Workato to do all, I would say, the heavy leverage. But then once that piece of work is done, everything is spreaded out to my team. And actually, my team is um, working with Workato directly in front of, the, of our clients, and they feel very comfortable in doing that because it's uh, pretty intuitive. So once, you have once we have done that, 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 that first work, right? So uh, developing those recipes, um, et cetera. Then the team can combine um, that piece of work that has been prepared for them with their auditing knowledge, their uh, professional judgment, and, you know, and of course, the level of service to the clients and just perform the audit in a much more efficient way. So basically what it means is that um, for, on the day-to-day, on the day -day, I would say on a day-to-day -day basis, 
they are using the technology, uh, they are running the technology in front of hundreds of clients and doing the work. So that's the key piece of the transformation that we need to have internally because you can't you know, think like before where you have, for example, an IT team that are doing 100% of the work and they're providing an output to uh, deceive those CPAs for them then to work out on that and they should get back to the IT again and the IT gets back to the clients. It's not like this anymore, yeah. right? The, the, the Workato removes the need from, uh, for someone in the middle, right? So we can have a direct connection with the clients with all, of course, the, the added value that it provides on all the sites. And, but it means that also internally we reorganize the team and we train, of course, the team as well to work with Workato, with the tool, to plug that in correctly within the existing highly process that we have been building uh, in my team and making all of this, you know, very big automation of all those processes orchestrate the best way possible, right? So that's where the transformation is. The key piece is understanding, you know, I think also it means of uh, trusting your employees. Trust, you need to trust them, you need to trust the person you're working with it's sometimes it can be challenging, you know, it's a, you know, changes are always challenging for people, but you need to do that in a way where uh, they feel comfortable, they have the, you know, um, I would say uh, the appropriate support um, internally, and they feel comfortable using a tool that they are familiar with, easy to use, intuitive, with enough, uh, with, I would say, low risk of failure. And that's what happens today, right? I mean, everyone's using the tool, Everyone's performing the audits through the tool to get the evidence. And that's how we plugged in, I would say, the outside world, our clients, right? But today they're like, it's even they're inside, right? I mean, we're all together. And the clients definitely see the added value on that. That's great. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, so you're obviously doing, you know, very serious business, right? So you're doing SOC reports, uh, you're looking at the risk of software companies and so on. Um, I'm curious, like, you know, how you evaluate it when you, when you were thinking about Workado in the, in the first place. Maybe, maybe you can tell us a little bit maybe how you, how you found Workado, uh, also how you evaluated it in terms of, like, security and so on. Obviously, the clients need to be comfortable also with a tool like Workado. What, what went into that? Uh, you obviously look software Software companies are are your clients, right? Uh, Workata, we're uh, you know we're very proud that uh, that we have. I think we're now over a hundred customers in uh, in Israel. Uh, many of them are software companies. So 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 maybe you found it somehow that that way. But tell us tell us about how you, how this all came about and how you ended up with Workato and what what was important for at the end selecting Workato. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. So basically, it started with a client, right? So uh, at some point, uh, told us that, uh, you know, they didn't want to screenshot anymore. They wanted to have the process more efficient. And then I said, all right, if you can provide us the same data, not in screenshot, but instead of screenshot in a JSON format or in any structured way where I can prove that, it's the, the, you know, the evidence has not been modified from the point you have extracted it until the point I get it, then I'm fine with that. And that's how it started. That's what they have been doing, right? So that client is, uh, was actually and is actually a security automation uh, platform, right? It's a client of us. And that's how the, the process started because that's how we were starting to get data from them. So we plugged in 
we plugged into our own internal system, our own automation ITY, the, the data that they were sending over to us. But then at some point I said, why don't we do that with all the clients? So let's find out, let's look at, let's look up on the internet and find out what are the best tools in the market to, to do that. So that's how we came uh, by working, uh, you know, with Volcano. And I would say that from a security, you know, um, security due diligence point of view, right? So you have, I would say, two types of clients in Israel. So as you mentioned, you have around 100 customers here. I would say that 99% of these customers are EY Israel customers as well on the audit side. So that's a great point because for all of these customers, the only thing we have to do is, all right, so we have already our recipes done on the EY Vocato. Just take them, run that over on your side and send out uh, the outputs, right? Since you guys, you know, we can manage your source, you know, the recipe lifecycle. So we know exactly that the data was not changed from the, the point they have been running it until we get it. So that's the first piece of the clients, right, from the software companies in Israel that, are, that have already adopted Workado. So from a security due diligence perspective, it's very straightforward, right? So just take the recipes and run, run that on your side and send over the data. For the other piece, I would say that, um, I mean, first today in, in the high-tech environment, people are much more, uh, I would say, much more, I mean, understand the added value of those tools. So as long as you present, I would say, um, you know, um, a good proposition around what you're going to get uh, with that tool, um, you can, you know, just open the door. And then it's a matter of configuring everything and making sure that uh, you're not um, requesting too much, too much permissions, that you're not staying plugged into the client system all the time. It's just a one-time per year, right, those audits or annual audits. So uh, one time per year, then you just plug that out. And uh, of course, you know, you guys are very well known in the market. So uh, where they, uh, for, the, for those few, I would say, in Israel who don't know you yet, they, they, they Google you a little bit. And we have also a lot of, of course, you have a brochure and a lot of, uh, you know, lots of um, documentation around, around that. So the process is very smooth, right? I mean, we, I, I don't think we have uh, encountered even one client who said, no, I don't want to run the tool, right? Everyone is okay with that. We have only, of course, read permissions, very straightforward. Um, screen sharing live. And so that's how, uh, that's how we came to, you know, the point from where we started with that client saying, I can send you everything in a JSON format. Then us saying, all right, but uh, let's do that with everyone. Because everyone's using GitHub, everyone's using Bitbucket, everyone's using Jira, right? All those tools. And then that's where we are today, uh, you know, with hundreds of customers being running everything uh, a lot of time, lots of time because they know on the recipes and everything. So it's very, a lot, a lot of added value here. No, no, that's that's great. I, I'm, I mean, Mikael, I, I, uh, I wonder. Like, so first of all, I'm not surprised, right, that this is happening in uh, in Israel, uh, EY Israel. I, I hope, I hope it's going to spread. Um, but you know, that's where innovation happens, right? Uh, the what I wonder is, like, in your mind, like, so you've you've been there seven years, you've seen. Uh, Audit 1.0, you've taken it to audit 2.0. What do you see for the future? Do you see um, do you see more opportunities? Do you see audit 3.0? Like what what would that look like? Is there what what work is still uh, uh, still to be yeah. done? So uh, good question, Marcus. So you definitely I definitely see an audit 3.0 that we are actually you know working a lot on it, and so. Um, 
basically consists of uh, integrating generative AI, of course, within those processes, right? So it's a challenge. I mean, I, I don't it's a, I don't know if it's, the word challenge is the right word, but basically working that way and being able to scale so much now um, means that we need to be even more agile, agile than what we uh, were before, a lot more agile. And it's very difficult because we have still pieces of work, pieces of information, I would say, as part of our processes, of our audit processes, that um, that are very challenging to change, right? And to, I would say, even to, to foresee. So what we are now doing is adding another layer on the top of, I would say, you have like the RPA layer, the Workato layer, and now we are plugging mm -hmm. into the Workato layer and everything, a generative AI, in order to be agile enough that when we are getting some data from our clients, before even it comes to UI, to our information systems, we already know what kind of data we are getting and what does it address from an audit perspective, right? And generative AI helps us in understanding that structure and helps us in generating information, text that we need for audits there as well. So we are coming to a point where I would say we have the technology, we have OPA, we have Ocato outside, you know, working all the time, uh, output, you know, uh, pulling out some information from our different customer systems. And um, in a real time, even, we know exactly, we are starting to know, and we're actually building this, right? But the idea is to know exactly what kind of data we're getting in and plug into or uh, I would say, um, or the audit practice, right? And the, the, the professional uh, aspect of what we are doing and the added value from an auditing perspective into that in order to, on the fly, generate as well other pieces of information that are still up to date um, challenging to figure out on, at the very beginning, right? I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm clear enough on what I'm saying, but audit 3.0, is uh, being currently developed in uh, EY Israel, definitely. Yeah, as I said, I'm not. I'm. I'm not surprised. I guess this is the uh, the growth mindset, just continuing on and on and on. I mean, I, I'm sure there's many challenges out there that can still be uh, accomplished. Uh, uh, you know, we're at Workado. We're we're really excited about this complement of the the automation. You know, as we know it, but then infusing it with generative AI. So I'm uh, I'm really. Uh, curious to see also once this is taking shape you know what uh you know what audit 3.0 uh, uh looks like uh i mean uh listen michael i uh i really want to thank you uh for being here on the on on the show today i think this was just an amazing example of the 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 new automation mindset how you're you know we're very process focused obviously a uh an industry also like CPAs and, 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 and financial auditing that, that, that's a very serious business. So, you know, not, not the most innovative business. I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, rigid and, uh, and, and, uh, very process oriented, but I think you've, uh, 
you've just achieved like a whole ne- level of uh, client experience with audit 2.0 and, uh, and i think we're we're all really excited to see what audit 3.0 with generative ai will look like that's uh, that's amazing yeah, thanks uh, thanks again marcus as well and uh, yeah and let's jump on another podcast sometime to uh, to go through what is audit 3.0 uh, in more details Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mikael, and uh, all the all the best of luck to you. And uh, uh, see you soon. Thank, thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's The New Automation Mindset, where AI automation and integration come together. If you want to learn more about the key topics we've covered in the show, you can find them in the book, The New Automation Mindset by our Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. Also, leave us a comment and let us know what you thought of today's conversations. And don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. I'll see you next time.